This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Youth Baseball Talk. Only on lineupmedia.fm. Now your host, Jim Cromer. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's edition of Youth Baseball Talk, brought to you by The Rope Trainer. And as John Smoltz says, everyone should have one from big leaguers to little leaguers. Make sure you check out theropetrainer.com today. My continued thanks, as always, goes out to Earl Perrin, the wonderful trainer, Chris Verna, and, of course, the Hall of Famer, John Smoltz, for their continued support of Youth Baseball Talk. And uh, I'm happy to promote a product that is designed specifically to help, uh, you know, preserve those young arms, those developed arms, those professional arms, whatever, uh, like I said, as John Smoltz says, everyone should have one from big leaguers to little leaguers. That's the ropetrainer.com. Well, folks, Christmas time is upon us. Um, lots of stuff happening. Uh, I'm looking at my schedule. I've got uh, all kinds of things coming up. I think I've mentioned on the show that it sure looks like as after a little hiatus away from coaching my own kids, um, I always knew that I'd probably get back into baseball, but it looks like I'm going to be getting back into it from a development standpoint, not with my own son, just uh, with a program. So, you know, my education will need to continue. Um, I, you know, both from a business and an education standpoint, I try to make it to ABCA every year. We've, I've joked around on the show that I don't fly. Um, so every now and again, they have one that's really far away. But um, this year is going to be the farthest one I've ever went to because I'm going to take a train down to Dallas. So for the next couple of weeks with the holidays and us being closed and then the, the week I'll need to go down to Dallas, probably no show. That being said, I think it's worth it. And why do I think it's worth it? Um, of course, business, I need to do business. But um, if I'm going to do this, if I'm going to take this serious, if I believe that I'm the right guy to do what somebody's going to entrust me to do in this game of baseball, especially from a development standpoint, and it doesn't matter if I'm developing, if I'm in charge of, of curriculum, um, if, I'm, if I'm ever going to have anything to do with running any type of baseball program, I don't care how old you are. It's guys, we got to get better every year. And I've asked you guys, I've challenged you guys on here to always go out and continue your education in this game of baseball. Now, for some of you, we've talked about it. Um, there's a, you know, you, it's real easy to start throwing up what the issues are, right? Um, you know, Jim, I, I, I just, I, you know, I'm a part, I, I just, I do this. I coach 10 games a year here. I, okay, I get it. There's different levels of every type of coaching, but I don't care if you coach little league and it's 10 games a year. I don't care if you coach, the, 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 the quote-unquote crazy select team that plays 100 baseball games a year. The, bo the bottom line is you have signed on to make an impact in a kid's life. Now, there's much there are bigger things in baseball, right? There's a lot that goes into this, guys. The last thing we want to do really is something detrimental, which I know most people won't do, right? I mean, we're always looking at the chosen few knuckleheads, but the reality of it is you should always want to take it somewhat serious, right? And it doesn't take a lot. And in this day and age, there's a lot of information out there for you to just simply try to get better. The second thing I always hear is, well, Jim, I hear you. Like right now, you're saying you're going to take a train down to Dallas. You're going to go down there for four days. I can't do that. I, okay. But I've told you, I promise you, if you do your homework, somewhere in, a, in, a, in, a, in what I would call a drivable distance to you is probably a good clinic, a good coach's convention, a good something to where you can go and learn from some great people. Well, it just so happens that in my neck of the woods right here, and I will call it St. Louis for 
I mean, you know, for everybody. But on the Illinois side of the river, they have one of what I consider to be one of the best coaching clinics in the country. And it's right here. Um, you know, it's 45 minutes east of St. Louis. So if, you, if you're in the Midwest, you kind of have an idea where you're from. Now, there's people that fly in from this from all over because it's so good. But my point is, is that if you're within four hours, five hours of this, and your thought is, and you're seriously into this, I can't drive four or five hours to get better. Well, then you need to rethink what you're doing. I'm sorry. Because you don't have all the answers. None of us do. But these guys have put on a clinic each year. And I, I'm going to find out from them exactly how many years they've been doing it here in just a second. But it seems like I've been seeing these flyers for a long time. And the names that they have on them and what they do and what they offer for the amount of money that it costs never, ever ceases to disappoint. So the name that I want to bring in right now is Mr. Joe Alstott from the I-70 Baseball Clinic associated with Greenville High School Baseball. What's going on, sir? Jim, thanks for inviting me. Appreciate that, and uh, happy to happy to join you. Yeah, um, you know, I've had you on before. I usually have you on every year. I think last year we had a scheduling conflict, but um, mm-hmm. typically I have you on every year. Um, you were kind enough to host me one year, and I, and I got to talk to uh, Leo Mazzoni and, and listen to some of your right. great speakers. Um, you know, it's a quality baseball uh, event. It's a quality coaching event. It's it's just a quality event. Um, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about how long you guys have been doing it and really what you're trying to accomplish with it. Well, Jim, this would be our 16th year now of uh, the I-70 clinic. It started in 2003. Uh, just a really small little clinic that we had Gordy Gillespie and Itchy Jones and a, a couple other speakers, Brian Eversgird, at, uh, at our junior high gym with about 100 people here. And we thought that was the greatest thing ever. You know, we weren't too worried about how many. We just wanted to make sure we broke even. And uh, our, our biggest goal was to be able to hear the, the, the speakers that we wanted to hear ourselves selfishly you know, and, to, and to ha- not have to travel to go hear them. So it's kind of how it started. And uh, it's really, really developed and blossomed since then. It's now housed at our high school auditorium, which has 600-plus seats. It's like a movie theater-style seating and, and nice seats, big stage. And it's, uh, it's just a great facility for what we're doing. And uh, it's expanded into a two-day clinic now. I think this is about our fifth year of, or so of, of being a Sunday night and Monday uh, clinic here in Greenville on Martin Luther King weekend. And uh, we're really excited about our speaker lineup and think this is going to be our, our biggest attendance ever. It's already on pace for that, for sure. Well, you guys have, like I said, you guys, you know, if you're going to do something and you, and it, and you want to take it serious, and, and that's what I'm asking people to do, right, is take it serious. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to build something, right? Like, for you, it started as a labor of love, and it still is, but my point is you've grown sure. it into this thing where it's, it hasn't been just about you guys. It's really been a resource for coaches, whether you're coaching eight-year-old kids or you're coaching college kids. It doesn't matter. You can learn something from these. You've had some unbelievable speakers there over the years. Um, you know, uh, your past speakers list, you know, it, it's it's a who's who of guys that have, have been major influencers within the game, and uh, I do think it's great that if, if if you check it out, you know you can see who they are. I mean, you've had some quality mm-hmm. quality. You mentioned Itch Jones, the legendary Itch Jones. Mm-hmm. I was there when Rick Eckstein was there, and um, mm-hmm. you know you've had Tony Larusa there twice, I believe. Leo right. Mazzoni was at your. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you've had some unbelievable guys speak at this event, and they're all really really good at, at what they do. Um, I want to look at this. Oh, well, for first off, let's let people know when it is, and okay. quite frankly, how affordable it is. Sure. Well, we've uh, we've settled on the date on Martin Luther King weekend for the, probably the last 10 years or so, and it's really been a great date. So 
Sunday and Monday, January 20th and 21st. It starts on Sunday evening at 5 o'clock for a few hours. Uh, and then we have a coach's social, which is free for everybody, uh, sponsored by Dura Edge. Come back on Monday, uh, first speaker's at 9, and we're finished at 2.15, and uh, we take care of you with a catered lunch and uh, and everything. But as far as being affordable, our price has not risen since day one. Our first clinic was $50 per coach, and this is our 16th clinic, and it's still $50 per coach. Uh, we also offer a staff rate. So if you're bringing a staff of four to seven coaches, you can bring them for $175, which uh, is a steal. So you know, you're looking at you know, $30 a piece, you know, it's, it's come and, and, and have all the free stuff that we offer. Uh, we, we try to make it as great a value as possible. We try to give coaches as much of a reason to attend and to come back as we can. Obviously, it all starts with good speakers because nobody wants to come and listen to schmucks, right? So we try to give good speakers that are going to provide information for coaches of all levels. Uh, we have several travel teams that attend and learn. We have a lot of high school coaches. We have college coaches. This year, I've already got five uh, professional slash major league coaches that are going to be coming from five different organizations, and uh, really, that is uh, unbelievable. We never were so humbled to even think that that is uh, possible, but it really is, and they're coming from from everywhere. So, you mentioned that coaches have flown, and they have, and it's becoming more and more regular that coaches will fly into Lambert and rent a car and drive over. In year one, we never thought that was going to be possible, right? We just wanted to do something close, and and it's really grown, um, but our speakers make it happen. If we don't have good speakers, nobody would want to come, no matter how good the food was or, or whatever. So we try to take care of everybody that's here, make it affordable, and try to grow the game of baseball. And uh, it's really this year lo- really looks like it would be a good one. Well, you've had some tremendous speakers in the past, and like I said, if you're going to do something and you're going to do it right, and you have mm-hmm. every intention of making it a, a yearly thing, both for a good cause um, for, for the program mm-hmm. and also uh, – providing something of real value which i think you do and then you've mentioned it it starts with your speakers mm-hmm. um you've had a, you've had a who's who in the past um i'm looking at your list this year and for all of my friends in st louis um while i will say that i as a as a baseball behind the scenes guy even though i'm a huge cardinal fan you know that um i'm excited about this gentleman but man i'm as excited about the 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 guys that really are behind the scenes helping players get better so uh, first and foremost, right off the bat, if you're in the St. Louis area, chances are really, really good if you're within a five-hour drive, unless you're in that uh, Cubby territory. Um, you're probably a Cardinal fan, and highlighted this year is uh, entering his second season as Cardinal manager, about a half a season last year, will be what was wildly known as a you know a George Kissel disciple who, you know, if you could have listened to him talk about baseball, you would have been better for it, is the new Cardinal manager, Mike Schilt. Yeah, we are so excited to bring Mike Schilt here. Um, you know, when he first got the job, I started to do more research on him and find out more about him. And the more I, the more I found out, the more I liked. And then as you watch the Cardinals uh, last year in the second half, uh, you see kind of his fingerprints on the team and, and uh, really kind of respect the job that he did. Uh, in a, kind of a tough situation taking over in mid-year. But uh, Mike Schilt, a, a big appeal for us is he's coached at every level, Jim. He, he was a high school coach. He was a college coach. He was a minor league manager for eight years, and now he's in the, now he's in the big leagues. Um, you know, I sent him a, an email, and uh, one day later he replied back, I'd love to do it. Uh, let's try to set this thing up. So uh, he's going to come over on Monday. He's going to speak one time on uh, Monday morning, and uh, his, his topic is organizing your team and building team chemistry. 
so we're really excited about about bringing Mike Schilt in. He's he'll be the fifth, I believe, the fifth major league manager we've had here in tiny little Greenville to speak at our I seventy clinic, and uh, we're we're really anticipating having him here. We're really excited about it. Um, staying in the in, in the big league level, um, first year mm-hmm. uh, pitching coach uh, for the Cincinnati Reds is Derek Johnson. Yeah, Derek Johnson was, has been here, I think, 10 years ago when he was the pitching coach at Vanderbilt. Um, he spoke here, and he's become a pretty good friend of mine. He's a great guy, and I think, he, for my money, he's the best pitching coach in the country. Um, he was been with the Brewers the last three years, and the Reds uh, made, made him a great offer to come over to Cincinnati. But he was really the first college coach to make a jump to pro ball uh, at a high level, he, he he left Vanderbilt to become the Cubs minor league pitching coordinator, and that was five, six, seven years ago, and it was, really was unheard of for a college coach to, to make that kind of leap. But since that's happened, you see it more and more often. Uh, but Derek's going to be here on Monday, uh, speaking twice after lunch on Monday on two pitching topics, and uh, he has a he has a prior uh, a prior engagement with with Cincinnati on Sunday. But he's going to come on Monday and speak two different times on improving a pitcher's arsenal and uh, rethinking bullpens and working to make adjustments. So he is a very good speaker, very polished, very smart guy, very forward-thinking. He'll be able to talk to everybody in the audience, and uh, he's a pleasure to bring here for sure. Yeah, highly respected. And when Tim Corbin has the things to say about mm-hmm. him, who's is about as respected in the game of college baseball as there is, uh, I'm going to stand up and listen. Uh, finally, from sure. the professional ranks, um, these are always my favorite. I mean, I'm kind of partial to this, but Kai Correa from uh, the Cleveland Indians, their infield instructor. Mm-hmm. Kai Correa, yeah, he's he is an up and coming coach. He'll be he'll be uh, advancing in pro ball here soon. He's like you said, he's with the Indians. He works with their minor league in, infielders right now. Um, very sought after on the clinic circuit. He goes around the country speaking at various clinics. Uh, he's originally from Hawaii. He's a younger guy that is full of energy and. Uh, just has different different thoughts on how to teach infield and different drills. He also goes around the country doing the, the Friday fielders camps. If anybody's on Twitter, you you can follow Kai Correa and 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 learn more about his Friday fielders camps. But uh, he is he's very good, very good at what he does. And he's a guy that was has been at a small college, a Division three school, as an assistant. Uh, he's been an, an assistant at Northern Colorado, which is a Division one school. And now, uh, now in pro ball, so he's been at he's been at uh, three different levels. Uh, you know, he probably didn't have greatest facilities at Division three level. You know, and then Division one level at Northern Colorado, I'm sure they have good facility, but it's not the SEC. You know, so he's he's been he's been at three different levels, and he's going to speak uh, twice on Sunday with some infield stuff. One on just first base play, which really is often overlooked, and the other topic is is fi- fixing faults with your infield. Well, I, I'm. I think that's going to be tremendous, and uh, you know, those are three great guests to get us started. Uh, we're going to move over right. to move out of the pro ranks. Uh, before we f- uh, finish up here with Joel Stout talking about the I-70 Clinic, uh, January nineteenth and twentieth, two thousand nineteen, in Greenville, Illinois. Uh, I'm going to take a second here to. Uh, it's funny we were just talking about guys that have made the transitions and what they do. A name that everybody knows is Justin Stone with a lead out of Chicago, who's now uh, on staff with the Chicago Cubs. But also, still, um, you can still catch him in a cage one day with an eight-year-old or a, an aspiring sixteen-year-old or a, or somebody just trying to better their game. I think they're second to none at what they do. Again, it's a name that you know and trust. It's Justin Stone with EliteBaseball.tv. 
the great training uh, aid that you guys can use out there. Again, $99, best 99 bucks you'll ever spend. Let's hear what Justin has for us this week. Take it away. Hey, Jim. I know we have some listeners that both are in softball and in baseball or just interested in the softball side. And the argument that I get all the time is that there's differences between the baseball and the softball swing. The reason that this comes about is because of the rise ball in softball. But I'm going to take you back a little bit further and give you an argument that has lasted a long time in baseball as well about bat plane matching pitch plane. And then I'll translate how that affects the rise ball in softball. First of all, we've heard for a long time that we're trying to hit the underside of the ball to hit the ball in the air. And we know that the swing is an arc. And we want to match the barrel plane to the pitch plane for as long as possible. But going back to that thought of the swing being an arc, it has a rapid descent, and then my posture allows me to attack from underneath the ball. The posture is maintained, creating the arc of the swing that we want to be maintained all the way through the follow-through or the finish. Should this happen, the bat stays in the biggest zone possible. But also remember, attack angle, which is defined as the bat's path through the zone, is ever-changing. So as I go into that rapid descent, as my bat is getting connected to my body, that is a negative attack angle. That bat is coming downhill. When my posture begins to turn the barrel underneath, the barrel begins to climb uphill slightly, so now we have a positive attack angle. But that attack angle number is ever-changing. So those of you who are watching me on video today and see me here from the side, as I'm coming downhill, you'll see my attack angle being negative 30, negative 20, negative 10, zero. I'm turning underneath the ball, two, four, six, eight, 10, 16, 20, 30, as I go through the zone. So the point of that is if the pitch is coming downhill, let's say at eight to 12 degrees on a fastball, this fastball's middle of the body. The portion that my bat is in the hitting zone for eight to 12 degrees is a very small window. So what is the most important piece of timing? It may not necessarily be path as much as it is timing as well. So when I do that, and the bat is coming on that uphill swing, if I miss time to hit, I'm clipping the ball in a less advantageous spot. We see that best production in major league hitters happens out in front of home plate. Timing is out in front, they're on time, they start early enough where they can catch the ball in that window. But the best hitters also slightly top spin a lot of really hard ground balls, 100 miles an hour, that are still productive for usually singles. The reason is because their timing window is out front, they've maintained that posture through the arc of the swing. The arc of the swing has maintained its purity, but they just slightly mishit that ball out in front caught the top of it instead of the bottom of it and hit it really hard on the ground. So how does this relate to softball? Well, if I said that the, t the bat is only matching pitch plane for a very small window, which is more dependent on timing than any other factor, the rise ball is the same way. So the argument on the rise ball before is, well, I can't have a baseball type swing because the rise ball is coming uphill. Therefore, I should think about hitting down on that ball. Now, even at the big league level, where we have four-seam fastballs that are 96 and above at the top of the zone, you will have some major league players that think, I need to swing down on that ball. And that's just to make sure they're aligning their posture with the pitch. Because oftentimes, on that high fastball, we misalign posture underneath, and we can't catch up to it. Now, in reality, is their bat actually coming downhill in a negative attack angle for longer? Absolutely not. The swing is still in an arc. It's just the arc now at the top of the zone is a little bit flatter.
So the same thing would take place in the rise ball for softball. The arc of the swing is slightly flatter, but just like on the other pitches that I mentioned further down in the zone, we're only going to match the pitch plane for a small window that's more dependent on timing. So with the same swing, with a different posture, I can still have success on the rise ball, knowing that it's more dependent on timing than anything else. So that goes against the idea that I have to change my swing, have two swings in softball, one for the pitch more middle of the body, one for the pitch that's rising up at the top of the zone, and thinking at any time I have to create a swing that has a negative attack angle through the entire arc of the swing. That just isn't going to happen. The argument of that is usually due to resistance of wanting to get with the science behind of how the bat goes to the zone, something that with a lot of the tech tools that we can use today, something as simple as a $100 bat sensor, we know just isn't true. So that's one of the things I wanted to explain for our softball listeners here today that I know think, well, is the baseball swing truly the same as a softball swing? And the answer is yes. And it's because timing is the most important piece of deciding whether we're going to square up any pitch, whether it's a breaking ball in baseball coming down at 20 degrees or a rising fastball at the top of the zone that we're going to attack in both cases, a very small hitting window that's dependent on timing and maintaining the purity of the arc of your swing. Until next time, this is Justin Stone with EliteBaseball.tv, and we'll see you on the field. Quality stuff as always. I don't know uh, why you would expect anything less. Nobody does it better. EliteBaseball.tv. Check it out. I know you won't be disappointed. All right, back to Joe here. Um, you've got Mike Martin um, coming in from Florida State, and, uh, and I see I, didn't, I was unaware of this. Is this his final season at Florida State? He has announced his retirement, uh, as you said, 40-plus years as the head coach at Florida State University, and has built them into, obviously, a national power. 16 trips, think about that, 16 trips to the College World Series. Um, he's the winningest coach in Division I baseball history. He's going to go over 2,000 wins this year. He's just 13 wins away. All the big leaguers he's coached through the years, and it's, it's really an honor to bring Coach Martin here in his, in his final season. Um, I, I talked to him on the phone and uh, had to twist his arm just a little bit. I'm sure he doesn't, he doesn't need to travel all over the country. He's not going to recruit uh, many players from our area to go to Florida State, but obviously he wants to give back to the game. And uh, he knows that he has got a good message to give to coaches, and we are really, really fired up to bring him here. He's going to start us off on Sunday uh, with a topic called Gifts Leaders Can Give Their Athletes. And then he's going to start us off on Monday again uh, with, uh, with some practice organization and, and practice philosophy stuff. So, um, again, he's going to be great. He will, he's a very, very good speaker, and uh, we're really excited to have him. Uh, rounding out your, your, your speakers, um, you know, as, as you highlight these guys, um, you know, I, everybody just heard from Justin Stone. I know you're familiar with Justin mm -hmm. and the work that he does. It's, mm -hmm. it's fantastic. Uh, as this game changes, and, you know, it's funny, we talk about Mike Martin in one sentence and a guy that's been in the game <clears throat> and has seen it all and has, and has seen the change, right? Um, right. You know, you talk about a new age of what people do and, and how they teach and what they use and the tools that they use. Well, that's something that's at our disposal. And if you're not using it, you're probably falling behind. Now, there's a lot of stuff out there that is noise, and, and it's your job as a coach or a parent to differentiate between noise and reality. Well, 
Justin Stone's one of those guys that you can trust. Uh, and if you're going to do anything within the game of baseball, one of the names in baseball that you can trust is driveline baseball. Right. Um, people are really familiar with them. I, I say this. Over the years, they've really made a name for themselves in the work they've done developing the throwing side of baseball. But now I see mm-hmm. more and more and more that they're they're saying, guess what? There's a real technological and real functional body movement uh, a leg to this hitting thing, too. And you guys are going to have their director of hitting in as well. Jason Ochar, yeah, director of hitting at Driveline Baseball. And this guy, we talked about forward thinking with Derek Johnson. Boy, this guy, uh, Jason Ochart, forward thinker for sure. Just a few years ago, he's an assistant coach at Menlo College, which is a Division three school in the, in, in the, on the West Coast. And uh, to turn into driveline director of hitting, and now he's highly sought after for jobs at the, uh, the major league level. Professional, you know, major league teams are, are after him to try to get him to come to their organization. He's um, unbelievable. We are we're so excited to have him. We've had more calls about him and emails about him coming and people signing up to hear him speak than, than probably anybody else in our 16 years. Uh, and we did not expect that. We did not realize that. We thought he'd be a good get. But uh, he's one of the guys that are very sought after to come and, and listen to here. Um, he's going to speak once on Sunday, uh, Jim, and once on Monday. His topic on Sunday is just your team practice on hitting. How, you know, how are you going to practice hitting? What's, what's that look like? What's the design look like? Uh, he's going to share with us about that. And then on Monday, applying sports science to coaching hitters. You know, He does a lot with Rapsodo, KVest, which are two sponsors of our clinic. And uh, there's a lot of different technologies you can use to uh, – to see the swing and what the hitters are doing and what they need to work on and things like that. And uh, he's, he's like I said, he's cutting edge, and he's going he's gonna to bring it on the stage. You know, he's spoken at some other clinics this winter, and uh, I've had good communication with him. He's really excited to come. And uh, Driveline is based out of near Seattle, so he'll be flying in from Seattle, Washington, and back, and uh, he'll, be, he'll be one of those that coaches won't want to miss. Yeah, it's been interesting to watch the 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 evolving, the ever evolving way to teach the game of baseball. Have you noticed, like, how how do you deal with it? Like, what what's your go to method for for getting smarter? Huh. Well, driveline. I don't know if you know. Driveline offers, uh, you know, a, a paid uh, membership where you can access all kinds of videos there, and uh, we've we've relied on driveline for things like that. You know, you've talked about the ABCA and uh going to visit there and the convention and now they offer videos and and uh we try to we try to tap into that as much as we can and try to learn as much as we can for our own program and our own our own players for sure yeah it, you know it's a lot like elitebaseball.tv like i said which mm-hmm. i highly recommend because i've had a lot of dealings with it of course i'm not as many with the driveline product but you know, it is interesting. I, I think one of the coolest things, and again, I'm not as, as connected with the guys at Driveline, although I respect the heck out of what they do, so I don't follow them as much as, as EliteBaseball.tv. Mm-hmm. But knowing Justin and knowing who he is, I've always said that I think the coolest thing is when you have a guy that's as good as what they do, that is respected as who they are. Um, my favorite thing to hear from them is when they teach, the way sometimes they will describe when I first started, this is what I thought, or this is what I did, and now years later I realize that that's not necessarily the case. It almost makes you feel like they've gotten to where they're at by realizing they needed to get better. Well, if they think that, well, then who am I not to think the same? And at the end of the day, I think that's the driving force behind clinics like yours, if you've got to want to get better. 
Yeah, it really forces you to think and think about what you're teaching. And are you, am I teaching this the right way? Am I am I am I actually teaching what's really happening? And uh, a lot of times, you know, as a coach, you you coach how you were coached. You know, you talk about and use the drills that you did when you were in junior high, high school, college, or whatever as a player. And now, you know, with all the resources that are available and and people that are presenting ideas that are maybe unconventional, but really when you study them and look at them, you're like, man, you're, you might be right here. Uh, It forces you to think and challenges your thinking. And ultimately it helps make you a better coach. Yeah. I had a, I, I, you know, and the example is I had a, I have a kid that I'm helping. um, One of the kids I give hitting lessons to, and um, he was in the cage. This is just a week ago. He's in the cage and he's a real, like his hands are so early and, you know, not only are they long, he pushes them, and I'm trying to explain to him about rotation, and and I told him, and he, and you know, and I, and and I love the kid because he's as honest and innocent as can be. And he says, "Well, but my grandpa says I have great hands and I should use them to hit." And I'm like, "Well, uh, I understand that that your grandpa." And, and I go, "I'm not even saying he doesn't know what he's talking about." I said, "But there's a time and place for your hands to get involved in your swing. It's not early. I promise you." Yeah. So I had to go to a video from EliteBaseball.tv. And it's funny, in the video, Justin actually says, when I first started and I was around a cage, I, I thought about hands, 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 and then I realized they're actually the very last thing to go. And if you mm-hmm. if you approach it that way, you're going to have more success. And, you know, I, I can only imagine the conversation this poor kid had when he went home with his grandpa. But, um, <laughs> but you know, it, it, I, that's exactly what I'm talking about, though. Um, verbiage around the cage, terminology that you use, the way we teach it. Sometimes we may not even have the wrong idea, but the way we present it is wrong. So there's always something to learn at these clinics. And, again, I think with your lineup, um, if you walk away from your clinic and say, I don't think I got much out of that, I think you got a hole in your head, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, I agree. I think with our five speakers, I think we have something for everybody. You know, no matter what, where you're at in your coaching career, early, late, um, younger kids, older kids, adults, uh, we've got something here for everybody. We've got the veteran coach and Mike Martin who's seen it all. We've got a younger uh, major league manager. We've got uh, a pitching guy who's as respected as anybody, infield guy who's cutting edge, and obviously the hitting uh, Jason O'Chart with hitting. I mean, you're, you've got you've got something for everybody, whether you're a hitting coach, a infield coach, a pitching coach, a head coach, an assistant coach, um, whatever you are, dad, a mom, whatever. Uh, we've got something that hopefully will help to make your, you or your team better. Yeah, I got to tell you, one of my favorite things, and I'll, we'll finish on this, and I know you see it a mm-hmm. lot, and one of my favorite things is when you go to ABCA or you go to I-70 Clinic, or I think it was a couple years ago, the the the, the high school coaches uh, um, thing was here in St. Louis, actually. Justin actually mm-hmm. spoke at that. Um, right. And Travis. But, um, you know, what I like is, and this is no disrespect, I'm glad you start, you're starting to see more of the, the young, the youth select guys show up. But in the world of as we learn and get better, I, 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 this is what I love. And I was talking about this. Over the years, I've seen it. And at the beginning, I would start seeing some of them guys trickle in, myself included. Um, and they sit there and they listen. And I think that's great. But if you turn around and look in the room, and, I, and I'll use a name that you're familiar with, Tim Funkhauser. I know he spoke at your clinic. Mm-hmm. He's a great mm-hmm. – he's a Hall, Illinois High School Hall of Fame baseball coach. I happen to, right. to know him very well, obviously. He's here in Edwardsville, and my kids both played for him. And I coached the younger kids with him. Um, and what's amazing is I think he's a great baseball guy. He is a tremendous baseball guy. I've seen him now at every clinic I've been to, 
And he mm-hmm. is a prime example of the description of if you want to get good at this, this is how it's done. Here's an accomplished guy. Right. And I mean no less than spread out around him are iPads, notebooks, mm-hmm. recorders, and, and phones, videoing, writing down, taking notes. And if you look throughout the room, you'll see it all over the place. So, guys, when you get there, don't be afraid to take notes. Don't be afraid to take video. Don't be afraid to ask questions because, again, you're talking about having this as an amazing resource, so you might as well use it. You're exactly right. That's what we try to do, and uh, I'll I'll speak to Tim because he's a friend of mine as well. And We've been to ABCA convention together a few times, and uh, he had texted me a few months ago about going to a different clinic down in Springfield, Missouri, and uh, he was he went down there. I was not able to attend, but uh, – He's a tireless worker. He's just a tireless learner, I guess I should say. I mean, he's as accomplished as anybody. And uh, out in his off-season, his winter time, he's getting better. He's going to different clinics. And he's been to our clinic for so many years in a row, maybe all of them that we've had. I, I'm not sure. But, but uh, you know, he's always somewhere uh, learning, listening uh, to make his team and himself better. He's, he's very impressive. He's working as hard as ever right now. You know, he lost uh, his legendary yeah. uh, assistant coach in Mike Waldo with over 900 wins right. as the pitching coach here in Edwardsville, and he's finally retired. And, you know, Tim's got a hole to fill there. And, um, you know, and, and like any coach, you would expect rather than just hire a guy and say, here you go, Tim's going to put his stamp on what they do going forward as, as, a, as, a pitching, uh, as, a, as a pitching portion of his team. And, you know, it just looks to me like he's working harder than ever to figure out, you know, where do I go from here so. Um, clinics like yours are what offer him that opportunity. I'm sure he'll be listening hard to the to, to Derek and and what he has to say as uh, as any good coach would. So, Joe, um, one last time, remind our listeners the date uh, and the website and sure. everything where they can go and learn more about how to sign up and all that good stuff. Sure, we are Sunday night, January twentieth, five o'clock to to eight fifteen, January twentieth, and then come back on Monday, January twenty first. That's Martin Luther King Day. So most, you know, most schools are uh, out of school that day, and maybe some people don't have to work, or you can call in sick if you if you're not a teacher. <laughs> but uh, the uh, the cost is fifty dollars a coach. You can register online. I'm going to push you towards our website, which will give you a ton more information than I'm able to. But our 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 website's www.i70clinic.com, i70clinic.com, and uh, you can register online. Um, you can find our brochure, you can find the schedule, you can find our past speakers, you can find all kinds of information on our website, i70clinic.com. Well, great stuff as always. I'm glad I got to, uh, I'm glad we were able to connect this year so we can promote the clinic. I wish you continued success with it. And you tell my friend, the head coach over there, I said hello. I will do that. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, we can grow baseball together in our area. That, that makes it worth it for sure. That's, uh, so, you're darn right it much, does. Jim. I appreciate you. You guys take yeah. care. Good luck to you. All righty. Thank you very much. Joe Allstott, I-70 Baseball Clinic. And, again, I'm telling you, if you're within that, I, you know, I'm not trying to put a label on it, but if you're in that driving range of St. Louis, folks, it's well worth the drive. Um, you know, it's not an expensive place to stay, expensive place to stay nearby to find a hotel. Um, great area, great speakers, quality clinic. You're gonna, It's going to be well worth it. And I've seen some clinics out there where, you know, it's three times this amount, and the quality here is second to none. So, they do a great job. Um, I think a lot of what they do, and again, they're just great people in Greenville there. It's a great community, and they're doing it for the right reasons. So um, all check marks here at Youth Baseball Talk for sure. So make sure you check it out. Um, would love to hear from you. If, uh, if you have any questions about it, I can probably steer you in the right direction. So don't hesitate to contact me. 
Um, all right, time to welcome in uh, one of our other partners now, as I uh, as we always love to hear from Dirk Dombrowski with PrecisionImpact.ca. Please don't forget to uh, to to go to PrecisionImpact.ca for for all of your needs. They have the wonderful uh, the training tools for hitting, you know, the 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 heavy squishy balls and the plyo balls and all that stuff. Because guys. You know, it's not always convenient. You don't always have a cage. Sometimes you need to do some training work to the restricted flight type balls. They've got them. They've got the stuff to use for all the arm care issues that are going around, that ever the weighted balls, the you know, the the tramp the mini trampoline to work on your stuff, the bands. They've got everything you need. One stop shopping, precisionimpact.ca. Don't forget when checking out, uh, to type in youth baseball talk in your discount code and receive an additional ten percent off. Let's hear what Dirk has for us this week. Thanks, Jim, and thanks, Youth Baseball Talk, and everyone involved behind the scenes there. Thanks for tuning in today to the Precision Impact Rundown. I wanted to bring up something that I've had a conversation with multiple times with young baseball players, and that's all about assets. Now, in the baseball world, uh, assets could be our equipment. It could be a coach, a program, a facility, a city, um, a team, teammates, you name it, the list could go on uh, in terms of the amount of assets you could have. And I got into a conversation with a friend of mine, and he phrased it a really unique way that I can relate a lot with kids, um, and that's to imagine an adult who has a beautiful house, maybe a vacation home, two cars, a boat, um, maybe a motorcycle, you name it, right? And I want you to take a second and I want you to think of what do you think that adult's most valuable asset is. Now, when you, once you've chosen and decided what do you think that asset is, their most valuable asset is, most people would probably go with um, a home or both the homes or maybe it's everything I mentioned, maybe a, maybe a collection of all the items that I mentioned in terms of their most valuable asset. But you'd be wrong. That adult's most valuable asset is them, right? If, if God forbid, all those items of, of theirs were taken away somehow and stripped from them, they could make more money and buy them again. And so I think a lot of baseball players rely really heavily on not necessarily their most valuable asset, which is other coaches, to do the work for them or to make sure that they're getting better or to stay on track. Maybe they're relying on other teammates to get the job done in the games. Maybe they're relying too heavily on their equipment. Oh, I don't have my bat. I, there's just no way I can hit today. Um, you've got to remember that you are your most valuable asset. And it doesn't matter if you packed up and moved cities. It should not deter you from your goal of getting to the next level. It just shouldn't matter if you've lost your favorite glove of all time. It shouldn't even matter if you have a very expensive glove. It shouldn't matter if you're not training in the most elite facility. You could be hitting into a net in your backyard or in your garage over the winter and get just as much work done, if not more, than some of the kids that don't realize just how valuable of an asset you are. You have to start taking control of a lot of these things and realizing that at the end of the day, I've said this before, nobody's going to take care of your business better than you. And when you don't get offers coming in from schools, there's nobody to blame but yourself. You've got to hold yourself accountable. You've got to remember that whether you want to go Division One NCAA, JUCO somewhere, NAIA, Division Two, II, Three, whatever the case may be, it's ultimately going to be up to you. Luck doesn't play that big of a role in it anymore these days because of social media, because of the technology we have. 
that we can access and we can get in touch with so many different schools across the country that there's just no reason why if we work hard enough and we progress and we can become mentally strong and a good teammate and skilled, there's just no reason why there isn't a place somewhere for you to play. Too many kids rely heavily on other assets being like a coach. Well, this coach said he was going to get me into a school, so I'm just going to leave it up to him. Or this facility has produced so many athletes going to the college or the next level that I'm pretty sure I'm going to be one of those guys. Or, oh, well, all the guys who use this equipment, or this type of equipment are top-notch guys, first-class guys. Those things just don't hold up anymore. The reality is, is you will have to become your most valuable, valuable asset. It doesn't matter. Even if you do go to the next level and maybe not to such a great school, you have to remember that you are still your most valuable asset. You're going to work your butt off all winter. You're going to have a great season and hopefully get looked at by bigger and better schools and move on to that next level, to that next, uh, whether it be division or a whole different conference or whatever have you. Too many kids these days are just expecting that if they put time in, that they'll just get better. But too many times I've seen kids show up and really not even know what it is they want to work on that night. I'll be in a cage with them. This happened the other night. I'll be in a cage with a kid and I'll ask, hey, what what is it you want to get better at today? Or what are you specifically working on in the cage this afternoon? And they have no idea, right? And so I've mentioned this before. If you're driving to the facility yourself or if your parents are driving you, Start thinking about what it is you want to get better at today. What is it that you hadn't seen quite an improvement in the past at? Whether it's hitting or fielding, throwing, footwork, anything you can think of, you should have it in your mind before you even arrive at the facility at what you want to get better. Even if, say, say you're not working on that specifically today, you could stick around for 15 minutes afterwards and work on it or show up 30 minutes early and work on it to make sure that in your head, you're taking charge of your future. You're taking control of your progress and you're making sure that I'm just having trouble staying inside the ball or hitting a ball below my knees or at my knees. So those are the things you have to take charge and actually genuinely start working on. We have to stop relying on things other than ourselves. And I, I guarantee you, when you start realizing just how valuable of an asset you are, a lot of people still probably don't quite understand what I'm talking about. If you if you don't really understand what I'm getting at, feel free to email me, info at precisionimpact.ca, and I'd love to love to share you with you some more ideas. I could talk about this for quite some time, just because it's such um, a valuable topic. But I've only got a short amount of time today. But I did want to make kids, young athletes, older athletes realize especially as you know, winter season's really moving along here and our winter training is really progressing. At this point in your off-season training, you should really know your strong suits and your holes in your armor and you know some of the weaker points that you need to start really focusing on because that season's going to jump on us pretty fast. And I, I was talking to some younger kids and I, I mentioned, do you, ever, do you ever have that first you know, first six games of the season, first four games of the season that are a bit rocky, they're not quite as good as you thought they'd be, and all of them shook their heads. And I say that's probably because you're finally working as hard as you should be because it's game-like situations. But if we work as hard as we should all winter long in every practice, every rep, every throw, every catch, there shouldn't be much of a lull period. There might be an at-bat. There might be an inning. But otherwise, we should be sharp, ready for that season, because that's the goal. That's where we want to be come springtime is game ready. Not game ready three, six weeks into the season, but we want to be game ready day one.
That's how we can take advantage of other people who didn't prepare as much as yourself. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns regarding what I talked about today, feel free to email me, info at precisionimpact.ca. If you haven't followed us on Instagram, at precisionimpact.ca, or Facebook, or YouTube, check us out in the search bar. Look for Precision Impact. We'll find us there. As always, thanks very much, guys, for tuning in. Looking forward to speaking with you again sometime soon. Great stuff from Dirk. And again, I appreciate uh, their continued support. That's precisionimpact.ca. Please don't forget to type in Youth Baseball Talk in the discount column. Receive an additional 10% off. Uh, our last contributor this week, always, you know, when he's last, he's certainly not least, of course, is uh, Kurt McNabb with Dirtbag Baseball Nation as he represents the gang over at theropetrainer.com. Uh, remember, John Smoltz says it. If everyone should, everyone should have one from big leaguers to little leaguers. Check out theropetrainer.com today. Let's see what Kirk McNabb has for us this week on the Rope Report, brought to you by Dirtbag Baseball Nation. Hey, Dirtbags, Kirk McNabb here. Hope everybody's doing well and uh, excited to be back again. And you know, this week I just wanted to take some time with it coming up on the holiday season, the Christmas season, New Year's, everything like that. Um, yeah, it's a little reflection, I guess, uh, on the 2018 season, but. It's, it's more than that. It's, uh, you know, sometimes we talk about, we encourage all our uh, players and parents and coaches that, that this is a journey. This game of baseball, sports, life is a journey and, and reminding them. And, you know, when you're running your own business, uh, you, you forget. You forget that your own business is a journey. So I want to take some time and, and, and thank some people and thank all you guys as listeners and remind you that, you know, we're just so happy to have you with us. Uh, weekend, week out here with uh, Jim and, and Youth Baseball Talk, Lineup Media, um, the whole crew. And, and that's just one area. I mean, they, they br- provide us this opportunity to be able to come to you every week, um, you know, and share share our vision, share, share our thoughts on throwing, uh, baseball development in general, coaches' development, uh, and, and parents, and remind you of building a culture and and doing things right and, and how to throw better and stuff like that. So, um but the bottom line is that doesn't just come from us. That just comes from a, a continuation of our own journey of wanting to learn and be better every time and, and never stop and never hesitate. So just like we encourage all of you guys to go out there and get dirty every week, we have to get dirty every week. And, and we have to continue to pound the pavement and, and look at things and encourage people to do the right things, live a certain lifestyle and, and, and breathe it and feel it and be passionate about it. And so, you know, I, I just can't thank everybody enough. Uh, all of us here at Dirtbag Baseball Nation, Braden, Nolan, myself, um, we've got a new guy on with us that we're going to be bringing into uh, the 2019 fold by the name of Raymond Gonzalez. Um, tremendous young guy and, and happy to be getting him out there and branching him out there as well. So, you know, Hopefully you guys have had a tremendous year and, and you know, you're winding down, you're getting a bit of a breather. Um, just like ourselves, we've got another uh, 10 days of training to go before the break and, and then start fresh in the new year. But, you know, it's just, it's, we, we get caught in that rat race. And again, I just want to say it one more time. We, we'd have to step back. We have to breathe. We have to look around at our friends, our teammates, our, our coaches, our parents, and our children, and and realize that we're all in this journey. I'm always reminding parents, you know, yes, you're bringing them to the field or the practice facility or one thing or another, but if you think for a second your children aren't in this journey with you and with us, you're, you're crazy, man. You're missing the point, and you're missing out a lot of life. You know, I always say, 
you know, we joke around, we get the death, we get the taxes and stuff like that. But the other part is, if, if you're a parent out there listening, man, you get one chance at this. You get one chance of being a parent, and there's no book there. Every day is a learning experience. Every every day is a new new venture, new journey, and, and some are good, some are bad. But really, you know what? Step back and embrace the fact that you get one chance and encourage them to grow every single day. Encourage them to try new things every single day. We try new things every day to see if it works or it doesn't work, why it works, why it doesn't work. That's why we train the way we train. And that's why we're so committed to building the mindset. You know, we get that mind right. We're going to get the rest of it falling in place. And we're going to get you all right from the players to the parents and the coaches. So, you know, we've got some exciting new things coming along. Uh, I've been talking with Jim. He's been a great asset right from the very first point of this uh, uh, journey on the podcast thing. It was overwhelming and, and exciting and everything else. But, you know, he's guided me through the process. And, and I can't thank him enough. Can't thank you enough, Jim. And, and now I'm in dialogue with lineup media and stuff like that. We're trying to look at building out and bringing out our, our own uh, podcast for the 2019 season. So we're excited about that. We're close. We're just finalizing some maybe uh, the old T's crossed and the I's dotted. And, uh, you know, we're excited about that stuff. We're excited about bringing a new apparel line. Uh, if you've been following along at Dirtbag uh, Baseball Nation on uh, Instagram and Facebook, uh, Twitter, you're, you see some new logos being, new images being drawn and stuff like that. And, and we just want to continue to have that fun and and get some apparel going for all of you people that want to wear it around and be proud and 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 live that that dirtbag lifestyle of, of you know trust and honor and integrity and just a a grit and a willingness to do whatever it takes to get dirty every day to be better to be better in all walks of life not just the game of baseball but build a greater life and and baseball will just fall into line and and you're going to excel and get better as a as a coach a player a parent the whole gun I guarantee you so we are excited about that and again I don't I don't want to dwell on it but again I just can't thank you all enough for everything that you do for us I think sometimes what that gets forgotten um we don't exist without you Every one of you, and, and we are happy to have you, and we love it when you reach out to us and we get the video chat or, or email or text, whatever it is. We love it. We, we live for it. We love building that relationship. We want you part of the family. We want you part of the nation and, and feel the movement and, and feel like you're getting better as a player, a parent, a coach. That's what we live to do. That's what we strive to do, and, and so... It's just a quick reminder, and I had to step back and, and think about it myself and be reminded from parents that we work with, you know, hey, you know, do you ever look at your own journey? Where's your journey been and where's it taken? And I think, you know, it made light of it that we have to share our own story sometimes, and that's exciting. So that's going to be part of the podcast going forward is reaching out to those those great people in the industry, not just ourselves, but those other great people and having them on and letting them talk and share their story and stuff like that. I'm excited. I'm going to have Earl Parent of the Rope Trainer on and, and just, just get him to tell the story of where the Rope Trainer came to be and why he's so passionate about it as the owner and the inventor of the Rope Trainer, you know, and committed to arm health. I think that's vital for you to to hear and, and be important. It's, it's valuable for, yeah, John Smoltz and Chris Vernon and myself to be preaching it and, and believing in it, and we do. Un, undeniably, we believe in it. But but to hear from the man himself 
you know, that's going to be powerful. So it's going to be people like uh, Earl and other people like that in the industry that have got great things. And, and we look forward to bringing it to you. And, and I'm excited about that part of our journey. I really am. Because I think, you know, it's going to give you a better appreciation that they were baseball people. They, they, they're living the American dream. They're, they're, they're living that free society dream of being able to go out there and make it happen. And, and, you know, no matter when your baseball playing career is done, doesn't mean the baseball has to be done. There's a journey to be continued on after that if you want to take it and embrace it. And those are things we're going to be talking about as well and encouraging people to, to look at that side of it. And, and I think that'll help take away some of the stress at the youth levels of, you know, just grinding so hard to make that major league dream. Absolutely have that as a goal. Absolutely unequivocally make that high school team, make that college team, dream that dream. But if it doesn't happen for whatever reason, it's not the end of the world. It may seem like that at that moment in time, but trust me, we're living proof of it. It's not. You can go around the world and play this game anywhere. You can be a part of this game anywhere and pay it forward to that next generation. And that is a dirtbag. That is what we are. And that's what we want you to be. Come and be a part of that nation. Come and share your story with us. Reach out to us if you want to be out there and be on it. We'd love to have you on. So those are the things we're looking at collecting and stuff like that right now. So email us, uh, Instagram us, Facebook us, whatever our social media, and, and, and let us know what you'd like to see us be talking about and, and, and growing and, and helping you with your journey. Because that's what we're here to do, and we live for it. And that's going to keep our journey exciting and moving forward as Dirtbag Baseball Nation. So again, I can't thank each and every one of you enough for listening and, and I hope you're as excited about 2019, but, but also excited about the holidays coming up, the time to be with family and friends and everything else, and enjoy that Christmas season, the holiday season, whatever your religion, and, and also the greatness of the new year coming on. That's all I'm going to say for today, okay? I thank you. Again, it's Kirk McNabb, Dirtbag Baseball Nation. You know it. And you know what time it is now, dirtbags. It's time to get up, get after it, and get dirty. Good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. And again, um, you know, I'm very blessed to have the quality contributors that I do the show each week. I think a lot of all of them, you've heard me sing their praises, and they're all well-deserved, whether it's Travis Kerber or Justin Stone with Elite Baseball, Dirk Dombrowski with uh, PrecisionImpact.ca, and, of course, Kurt McNabb, who I've said it once and I'll say it again, I'm not sure that the rope trainer people – could have picked a better guy to represent their brand for their 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 weekly segment here at the Rope Report. So um, great people. I know you guys love it as well, judging by your comments. If you ever have any uh, anything I can help you with, of course, you guys know how to reach me through our social media stuff. Don't forget, we are Youth Baseball Talk at youthbaseballtalk.com. Subscribe to the show there. It is free. Uh, you can listen to back episodes, which a lot of you do. Um, you'll find some stuff that pertains to what you're dealing with or a lot of uh, Netflixing going on. We got people that go back and listen to the very first show and, and kind of binge listen. So hope you're getting something out of that stuff. Uh, again, it's not it's not me. It's the guest or it's the theory because I don't have all the answers. I'm not sure who does. Uh, please make sure you check us out on social media as well at Podcast Baseball on Twitter. If you guys uh, if you guys follow us and you're involved in this wonderful game of baseball in any capacity, fan, parent, coach, trainer, uh, just passionate baseball person we're going to follow you back because we're interested in what you have to say our big push is always facebook go to facebook type in youth baseball talk like our page 
Click invite your friends. Invite anybody that's involved in this wonderful game. We'd like them to be involved. Uh, find our pin post, like it, comment on it, and share it. Um, we'd love for you guys to be a part of our discussion there as well. Lineupmedia.fm houses our podcast. We can't thank them enough. They are now home to the wonderful streaming platform, Yo Radio. Uh, go to your mobile device app store, download it. It's free. You're going to love it. The new version's out. It's sleek. It's handy. Those stations are second to none. Uh, I know you're going to enjoy it very much. Um, to all of our partners out there, once again, thank you. Ropetrainer.com, uh, precisionimpact.ca, and, of course, elitebaseball.tv. I want to thank this week's guest, Joe Alstop, for joining us to talk I-70 Baseball Clinic. Um, it's a common theme here, folks, and I hope you're hearing it. Um, if you're not getting better, you're not doing enough. It's that simple. Um, don't be that guy. Don't be the guy that thinks, well, I already know enough, or it's just Little League Baseball, or it's just this, or it's just that. Take it serious, folks. You can always learn. You can always get better. Um, I know there's a lot of excuses out there of why I can't do it. Um, let's find a reason why you can, and I think you've got one, and it's those little faces that you look at every time you coach. Sometimes it's the big faces you look at when you coach and the parents, but try to get better, folks. That's what the clinics are for. For all of us here at Youth Baseball Talk, I want to wish you guys a, a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Please be safe. Keep an eye out on Twitter. Uh, we're going to be out for a couple weeks. As I mentioned, uh, holidays will be off. And then the following week, after the, the week after New Year's, I'll be down at ABCA in Dallas. So uh, see you guys in about three weeks. And once again, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year's, everybody out there. Be safe. See you on the field. Tune in next week for another edition of Youth Baseball Talk. Subscribe and leave a rating and review on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to the show. Find us online at youthbaseballtalk.com, facebook.com slash youthbaseballtalk, or on Twitter at podcastbaseball. Plus, check out all of our podcasts at lineupmedia.fm. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.